Hello listeners, welcome to the Let's Get Deep podcast. In our selfie-obsessed culture, we have a desperate need to find answers in our heart and mind for the deepest questions about life. In this podcast, we'll open up dialogue about spiritual victory, where each person can seek and find what does it mean to be human. This is your host, Ben Johnson, and let's get deep. Is there a certain sense of urgency that you feel like just with like warning people fairly like that's the warning is not based on our self-righteous presuppositions. It's not it's not rooted in hate. It's rooted in truth and love and harmony like absolutely like that's the whole thing is everything because like I mean everything leads back to Jesus and it's just. Everything is done out of love. Like when we bring up things and I know like a lot of times you bring up the Bible and everything like that and the demons in people or around people get upset because they shiver at the name of Jesus is just, yeah, every every time we bring stuff up, like as Christians, like we're not just saying this like, hey, you should live your life better. It's like, no, like every time we preach something, it's it's for us as well. Like we're saying this to us, but we're just messengers for Jesus. So we're just trying to shine light in the topics that are hard to talk about because that's the thing too, is followers of Jesus, like we're, we're called to be bold we're called to be meek. Like we're not called to just sit back and like, cause like I heard this, I think it was, I forgot his name, something cliff, but he'll go to college campuses and kind of talk with kids and stuff. But, um, yeah, like by telling someone like that their life is leading them to death and to hell and calling them out on it is love because you don't want them to go to hell. Like you want them to go to heaven. And that's the thing too is like Jesus is love. And like once you accept Jesus, like you can feel that love. Like all those times like where you feel like you're alone or you're battling and no one understands you is like Jesus is right there with his arm on your back and just saying like I am here. Like and also too going off the feelings, you may not feel it, but God is never changing. Like his word is truth. And what he said, he will never go back on his promises. So when he says I'm always with you and also too, he says like, I'm very close to the brokenhearted. I'm very close to the people that are feeling this way. Is like that brings comfort knowing that you always have Jesus with you at all times. And a lot of times, like he just wants to talk with us. He wants that relationship. And a lot of times, like when we feel alone or we feel like no one understands, we turn to the world or other people or it, we just turn to everything but Jesus. And Jesus is the only one that's never abandoned us. So. Yeah, everything just comes back to Jesus, and he's just so loving, and it is that love. Like, there is no fear, there is no confusion, there is no—all that's from the devil. Like, there's only love and peace and joy in Jesus, and it's just we want the whole world to know that, especially our brothers and sisters in Christ. Is like, it's all love, like true love, not earthly love, like true love of Jesus. Yeah, that's such a good word, man. Like the world, <laughs> you guys open your ears and and just soak in God's love and His presence. Like we, we're just a couple. Nobody's trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved our soul. And Amen. Everyone says there's no existence for God. 
Well, yeah. I have I have seven reasons why you should really look into your presupposition or your assumptions about that because, um, you know, we can as Christians we can actually easily debunk that theory. We can say God is the best explanation for why anything at all exists rather than nothing. Right. Number one. Number two. God is the best explanation of the beginning of or the first cause of our universe. Mm-hmm. That's number two. Number three is God is the best explanation of the fine tuning of the universe. That's number. That's number three. Is and I think that going to, going on to that, like the fine tuning. If we were brilliant mathematicians, um, one of them being John Lennox, you can actually look up him, some of his videos. He speaks about how as he gains more and more knowledge in the the area, the arena of mathematics, it all points to it. Just a unbelievable mind behind it all. And and um, right. So number four is God is the best explanation for intelligent life. Number five is God is the best explanation of objective moral values or absolutes. Yep. Um, number, number six is God is the best explanation of the historical facts concerning the Jesus of Nazareth. Mm-hmm. And number seven is God can be personally known and experienced. And, you know, that's basically what we're here to say is that, you know, who's equipped among us to talk about these things? If it's not just a couple of grace beckers showing people where to find bread, you know, where to find water in yeah. the living water and right. um, a topic like, um, or just, a, a, you know, any podcast platform like spit and chicklets, um, they're by no means our enemies, but we just say that, Hey, they're, they're all, they all play in the NHL. They all have big names, but mm-hmm. their ideologies aren't equal with ours. And I, I can say that, I can say that boldly about, um, Right. You know, just the way that they deal with their life. And, hey, you know, we love them. We would love to have deeper conversations with those guys about things. But, um, yeah, Jesus came riding in on a donkey, and here we are riding in on our $3,000 rigs. And mm-hmm. we love the game just like they do, I think. that. Um, but the world needs another platform of, uh, like I said, the opposing side of the coin, the, the coin that's going to reveal how true joy and happiness comes. And um, that's what we what we hope to do for you guys in this podcast here so right yeah and uh, actually uh jordan peterson he's a pretty famous psychologist and motivational speaker and actually over the past couple of years he's been reading the bible a lot more and actually like becoming a christian because he's really like like logically like super smart and like that's the thing is if you read the bible and like actually like work to understand it like it does like it makes the most sense out of absolutely anything anyone could think of and that's pretty cool to see a guy like him with his platform and everything start to talk more about the bible and break it down for people to understand like because it goes yeah the bible i mean basic instructions before leaving earth which is it is it's so true because like it is our instructions on how to live and and everything ties back into it like because yeah like you even said about the mathematician and like a lot of scientists actually say too is like with a little science like you wouldn't believe in god but the more you study science and get to the bottom of it the more you realize that god is real and that's just how amazing god truly is is like he's just his ways are just so much more than ours. Like we can't even fathom what he does. And it's just truly a blessing to be a servant of his. I have a, just, I have a, an important part to kind of just reveal right now. I think it has to do a lot to do with the way the world has been formed um, historically. 
there is a there is a man that kind of was I wouldn't say kind of I'm sorry there's a man that was born in the I think the 1500s named Martin Luther mm. and he said out of love for the truth and the desire to elucidate it the following theses will be publicly discussed in Wittenberg presided over by the Reverend Father Martin Luther so when Martin slapped down the 99 theses he was really choosing um he was willfully walking into an arena of debate against the Catholic Church and that was during a time when we should notice that it was actually during a very pivotal moment of our history. It was because during that time, um, one of God's children actually started the Word, the WordPrint Corporation. So there was an influx of information going out at that time to the world. At one point, only Bibles were in the, were in the shelves. Now, all of a sudden, um, different topics on arts and everything else was in people's bookshelves. And mm-hmm. um, So Martin came in during that time, uh, as we know, to... To actually elucidate the truth, yep. And hey, that's that's everybody's calling in this world. That's right. We're all called to be apostles of Jesus, and uh, that's why it's important to look back on hit on history and knowing what God was doing through one man or what God was doing through um, poor sinners. I think that's that's what we're here to do is um, elucidate the truth. Amen. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just talk about a little of. Um about temptations because I mean we're tempted every day like you look anywhere on TV or anywhere honestly it's just so much temptation so much sin and the thing with temptation is in the moment we feel like we can't overcome it which is true we can't overcome it but Jesus can so that's a lot of things too is like that's that spiritual warfare is like you're you're battling but you're gonna lose if you battle it yourself but you're going to win if you battle it with Jesus. Like even too is when Jesus was in the desert with Satan, um, Satan was trying to tempt him with all these worldly earthly things. He started with bread because Jesus was fasting for 40 days. So he attacked his stomach. And every time that Satan attacked him, whether it was with food or success or anything of the world, Jesus went right to scripture and he used scripture to defeat Satan and going off on those temptations is we will never be tempted more than we can handle. Like God's looking out for us. He will never have us be tempted more than we can handle. Like that's the thing is, so if you're going through temptation, it's nothing that Jesus can't take control and get you through. It's once we rely on our own understanding is when we stumble and fall and believe the lies of Satan. Give him the verse that, that we were just um, touching upon uh, from Paul and and kind of talk about how maybe you 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 kind of can bring a a real life experience like kind of where you maybe use that verse as uh, a weapon against the warfare um yeah i'm not exactly sure like the the number of the verse but in the bible it does say that you will never be tempted more than you can or like more than you can handle it's like god will not allow that like god is in control of everything like obviously we're in a broken world so you will be tempted and the devil will try to feed you lies but you will never be tempted more than what you can handle and it's just yeah like dealing with certain things or like if people struggle with some addictions of some sort or like for a while like I struggled a lot with drinking and it would be like I'd be sitting there and be like all right like I'm just not gonna do it like I'm stronger than this and then next thing you know is you're already failed and fell back into sin And it's only the times where I feel that temptation and I'm like, 
Jesus, take this. Like, do what you got to do. Like, I'll get, go read the Bible. I'll get in the Word. Just Even just saying a prayer to him, being like, Father, like, I know you can take this from me, and I know, like, you have all the power to do it. So it's just relying on Jesus is through all those temptations, no matter what it is, is like he will give you a way out. And that's the whole thing, too. We've been talking a lot on spiritual spiritual warfare, and that's what we face is like even little things like that is really big spiritual warfare because that's the thing, too, is it says in the Bible, I'm not quite sure the exact verse, but I will get better at memorizing the verses and everything, but is kind of once you through Jesus, once you conquer a demon and get that demon out of your life, if you were to go back to that same demon, it's going to come back with seven more spirits. So it's going to make it that much harder for you to overcome it. Especially like if you don't have Jesus, then you're not going to overcome those demons, but Jesus will overcome them all. But that's how serious it is. And like, that's why like God's so strict on sins because it's not like just hey, do what I tell you to do. He's telling us to do these things because he knows how bad they are. Like, we only see the physical, but spiritually, like, sin leads to death. Like, sin starts off as a baby, and then the more you feed it, then it grows. And once it's full grown, it leads to death. So it's just realizing that through all these temptations is give it to Jesus. Like, Jesus conquered death. He conquered sin. Like, he is our life source like give it to him like nothing's too big for him like that's all it is is just submit to him and let him do his thing and just have faith and just trust is what it comes down to yeah how can you help a person even like believe that god has given them victory because we talk about how like people get all you know bundled in their undies from just hearing the word devil it's like well Mm -hmm. why are we giving so much power to that like it's the same with alcohol why are we giving so much power to that same with any type of medication or drug that people are addicted to or could be you know food like we talked about there's so many different substances that can kind of we give too much power in our life over jesus like power over god how could we think that that's a logical decision to make and um I I believe that there's just there's just encouragement for the kid that's struggling that his problem is not too small for God to give him victory over it. Mm-hmm. It's not too it's not too major or you know like too far of God's reach. God's arms aren't too short for him. Right. And uh, there's a there's an awesome word that I just kind of want to I just want to read it because as we realize that okay. Here I am. I'm listening to Ben and Austin speak on so many different topics about Jesus. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't feel Jesus right now. And I think that if, even if I try to read the Bible, I probably won't get much out of it. But sometimes when you look at other people's minds, uh, specifically on how to combat that spiritual warfare, um, I think that it boils down to our personal study. Like, right. our study life should be serious because hey, life and death are going, or sorry, life is happening, but death is going to come. We don't know when. Mm-hmm. And it says just, it's it's kind of an awesome little uh, writing. I'm not even sure who writes it, um, but it says, uh, fling him into his office, tear, tear the office sign from the door and nail on the sign study. 
take mm-hmm. him off the mailing list, lock him up with books, get him all kinds of books and his typewriter and his Bible, saw him down on his knees before texts, broken hearts and the flippant lives of superficial flock and the holy God, throw him into the ring to box with God till he learns how short his arms are, engage him to wrestle with God all the night through, let him come out only when, he's, when he is bruised and beaten into being a blessing, set a time clock on him that will imprison him with thought and writing about God for 40 hours a week, shut his garrulous mouth forever spouting remarks and stop his tongue always tripping lightly over everything non-essential. Require him to have everything to say before he dare break silence. Bend his knees in a lonesome valley. Fire him from the PTA and cancel his country club membership. Burn his eyes, weary with study. Wreck his emotional poise with worry for God. And make him exchange his pious stance for a humble walk with God and man. Make him spend and be spent for the glory of God alone. Amen. Um, I think that's from a book called A Life of Flame. I'm not even sure the writer, but... Just a just a fun little like writing like hey that's what we we hope for in our own life if we're living in in the spirit of God and I th- I think that um, I just have a desire to see more unity happening I, I have a desire for people to um, <clears throat> to be careful about how they're judging others and be careful about how they're judging themselves mm-hmm. have we taken the log out of our own eye have we taken the speck out of our own eye before we're even looking at the multitudes of people needing bread how are we are we preaching this message with clarity or are we doing it in a way that's going to cause more confusion there's a lot of questions we have to ask in this process but unity happens on the outside when unity happens on the inside right and god is the god is the shifter of our affections so as we study god more as we get to know god more the knowledge of god is the one that does the increase but it's by faith alone and right. if people think that hey God is not going to destroy us if we don't have enough knowledge. It's like, wait a second. Let's look at the book of Hosea, chapter 4, verse 6, where God says that he did destruct his people for a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. There is a fiery judgment to God. It's not just ooey-gooey grace all the time. We have right. to be honest with ourselves and, and encourage people to get into the books. And, um, you know, we're not doing a perfect job of that, but we're just, like I said, two men that are trying to to just walk out in holy fear that, God has a good plan for a life that it, it requires us to be um, serious about our, our discussions about him and careful of every word that we speak. So right. in the all-inclusive agenda that we see happening around us everywhere, let's not combine a spirit of darkness and a spirit of light at the same time. Right, and they say can't that, coexist. And, yeah, and say that they're mutually inclusive. They're they're mutually exclusive. They they are so far from being the same because truth by definition is exclusive. It, truth mm-hmm. it cannot be a lie. And right. so we have to be able to discern these wisely and to say that, hey, you have to fix to my agenda or you have to come walk in my way is it's not it's not human equality at that point. So let's just get to the bottom of it and just say, hey, I can't the all inclusive agenda Let's get deeper about that. Let's mm-hmm. let's really dig under the surface about what that means. And are you making me bend to your agenda because that's how you think I ought to be? Um, hey, that's the battle we're in because I really do care to put my arm around a brother and say that if you don't agree with all my ideas, I'm not going to hate you. But right. we're required to love you no matter what. You're our neighbor. Like mm-hmm. you're our friend. Like we we want to have these conversations, but. To say that I have to go and support a, a month of pride mm-hmm. where God called, you know, he didn't put a comma and say, this is okay. Right. You know, he, he put a period uh, where he spoke his oracles. and. Yeah, no, exactly. 
and yeah like that's the thing too is like going off of the love is love is speaking the truth because the truth is the truth it doesn't matter how we feel or what we think or our opinions none of that matters like where when we die we just our bodies go back to dust we're basically just like a speck of dust in the grand scheme of god and it's just yeah just speaking about it and it's like yeah a lot of things that are normalized in the world today because i mean even jesus said that satan is the god of this world little g like just but like he's he, <laughs> little he, g or capital yeah right little, little g <laughs> yeah, but like jesus said like yeah like he does have like some dominion here of and some like persuasion and deception is like like we are called to like call that stuff out because that's love because those type of things is what's going to bring people away from God into death and into hell is like that cliff guy I was talking about he said one of my greatest fears is like you know where it's judgment day and my buddy behind me said hey we used to play ball together but you never told me about how the world was going to end like this and how we're going to have to see Jesus and it's like that little fear and it's not like a scared fear it's like a fear of like a fear out of love saying like hey like we want you to be saved and like we'll look crazy or you know to the world and to another person like they can think what they want but we're just speaking the truth from God and it is all out of love like because like we're all lost and have been lost at times and Jesus left the 99 for the one like I was the one like you were the one like he leaves the 99 to save the one that's lost his way and that's the thing too is because a lot of times too the Bible isn't like a logistical problem like it's not like the thinking it's it's a heart problem mm -hmm. it's about turning away from what you want to do and or what you think you should do and doing what God tells us to do because he is our creator he like he is our Lord so yeah I mean everything everything comes back to Jesus and that's a tough thing too and just the world is like they make Jesus to be this like lovey-dovey like person being like hey yeah just live your life I'll love you no matter what which he does love us but he loves his children and hell is made for Satan and his followers so it's either there's two paths you're either following God or you're following Satan and if you follow yourself or you follow the world or you follow any of that, that goes with Satan. Like there was a saying too of uh, this guy was like, oh, yeah, I know God's real. I know Satan's real. Um, but I'm just kind of in the middle. Like I'm on the fence. Like I'm not one way or the other. Then judgment day comes and Satan comes up to him in the middle of the fence and says, hey, you're coming with me. And the guy's like, no, like I, you know, I wasn't for you. I'm also not for God I'm just kind of in the middle and Satan said well I own the fence so like even being in the middle I mean it says in the Bible like if you're even lukewarm like I'll spit you out my mouth is it's either you got to be all out for God or you're on sale for the devil so it it is a serious thing and that's why we talk about it but like we said it, it's all out of love like like Jesus found us like out of love like in our darkest places is when he found us and that's because he loves us he doesn't want us to perish so yeah it all comes out of love like yeah. and yeah. It, it is a learning process like for sure like by no means 
are we perfect? Like, no one is. But we're just trying to do the will of the Father and have him guide us in all our ways. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, the perfect love that casts away all fear. It's mm-hmm. it's real. It's living in us. I mean, to for a believer to not believe that, it would be sad. But it doesn't mean that they're not saved. It just means that our theology needs to be refined that perfect love casts away all fear right. of judgment. We're not worshiping God out of fear. We're worshiping God out of the freedom of our will because we see what love does and how it changes the world and how it changed us. Amen. So I have a... I have a thought that, you know, people think about moral goodness. They they want to think that they're probably a good person, that they're good enough to get into heaven based off of their merits or their own works. Mm-hmm. Now, one way I can challenge that is by saying, do you believe that we're more like Jesus or do you believe that we're more like Hitler? Yeah. And if you believe that you're more like Jesus than you are like Hitler, then you're already on the wrong course. Hitler was closer to us in his moral schemes than we would realize. Right. And, and God would would want us to be awakened to that truth that nobody, Jesus was so set apart from being like any other person that lived. He was the perfect father that mm-hmm. was in human flesh doing exactly what the father was showing him. And I just have, I think it's a great place to end, Austin. I think it's yeah. It's by another unknown author. I'm sorry, guys, I've been botching the authors tonight. But it's we'll called, get better at it. It's, <laughs> it's called My Friend. It says, My friend, I stand in judgment now. And I feel that you are to blame somehow. On earth I walked with you by day, and never did you point the way. You knew the Lord in truth and glory, but never did you tell the story. My knowledge then was very dim. You could have led me safe to him. Though we lived together here on earth, you never told me of the second birth. And now I stand this day condemned because you failed to mention him. You taught me many things that's true. I called you friend and I trusted you, but I learned now that it's too late and you could have kept me from this fate. We walked by day and talked by night, and yet you showed me not the light. You let me live and love and die. You never, you knew I'd never live on high. Yes, I called you friend in life and trusted you through joy and strife. And yet, on coming to this dreadful end, I cannot now call you my friend. That wow. gave me chills. Just like... So true, though. God is like the light, and happiness and prosperity is like the shadow. If we follow the light... The shadow will follow us. Mm-hmm. If we f- turn around and follow our shadow, we'll never, ever catch it. Yep. That is the Hebrew proverb, and that is the truth of the day. We're here to elucidate it, my friends, and I hope that you guys love this first uh, podcast episode. Um, what a joy it is to be on this journey together with uh, you, Langs, and um, with all these listeners that I'm sure are going to be super excited to hear uh, what kind of pebbles or seeds we're dropping. So, Amen. So, hey, uh, you want to pray us out, man? Yeah. All right. Father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all the blessings. Thank you for the fellowship. And thank you for all the gifts you give us to glorify you. And just ask, Father, please give us the strength to keep going forward and just keep allowing us to do your will and just live a life for you because it's no longer our life it's you living through us and so that one day we can get up there with you and it'll all be worth it father just thank you and amen